listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Audrey. And... Annalisa. And this week, we are doing Beyblade... Wow. Beyblade. Beyblade 2. <laughs> That's the episode, Beyblade 2. Griffin, 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 Griffin. Yeah, Blade 2. <laughs> Blade 2, Electric Boogaloo. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Audrey, you guys have stats for us on this? Yeah. Uh, this movie was directed by Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> what the hell? But no, it make. <laughs> I didn't see that. And then afterwards, we watched the credits. And I was like, ah, that does make sense. <laughs> so uh, written by David S. Goyer. Um, still he, starring he, Wesley David Snipes. S- yeah, David S. Goyer is the director for the third one. Mm-hmm. Uh, release date was March 22nd, 2002. Its runtime is 117 minutes. The budget was $54 million, and it made $155 million at the box office. Three times its cost. Woo-hoo. I'm Woo-hoo. assuming you'd never seen this one before, Annalisa? No, didn't see this one either. So. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> was it, this one is spookier though right like yeah this one was the, the vampires were much more but i watched it during the day so okay. even though the vampires were a little bit more intense i handled it just fine <laughs> fantastic because i remember this one scaring me a lot more in theaters than the first one did so mm. but yeah okay cool let's uh let's let's jump just jump into this so um, I, my synopsis here from IMDb does want me to note that this is the sequel to Blade from 1998. So, <laughs> oh no. Uh, what? So, <laughs> weird. Um, so at the Przatka Blood Bank in Prague in the Czech Republic, uh, Jared Nomad, Nomak, uh, played by Luke Goss, has come to donate blood. He's being led to the donation room and he is informed that the blood is of a rare phenotype. Bad news for Jared, but good news for the blood tank. Uh, blood bank. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, they see uh, they bear the vampire fangs at him eventually, and he starts to laugh, and then that makes them scared because they're like, "What?" Um, and then his chin splits open, revealing a gaping maw with barbed tongue, and he pounces on uh, the guard's neck first. I don't remember one of their necks first, and it just starts spraying blood everywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's like, oh, you just, you, yeah, you use one of those uh, blood pack explosions just onto that back wall and <laughs> called it a day. Yeah. Um, so this movie takes place two years after the last movie. Um, there is zero mention of where the woman from the first movie goes. She's just gone. Um, just, just no word of her at all. And that's probably why I forgot about her because I probably watched Blade 2 and 3 more than I watched 1. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I do not remember her when we watched the first no. one. So yeah, I was so sad that there was not even like a slight mention of her because he uses like a super awesome serum later, later on in the movie. And I was just like, you're not even going to say like Karen gave this to me or something like that. Like not even a word mention. It's like right. she never existed. Yep. I was very She's sad. gone <laughs> into the wind. She, yeah. I, I want to say that's just how men be that, 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 it's, been two years. it's been two years yeah yeah he forgot he's willing to use her as bait so he's willing to use her serums and move mm-hmm. on so anyway mm-hmm. um so it's been two years uh blade's mentor uh abraham whistler uh shot himself in the previous movie we get like literally like a scene for scene flashback of exactly what happened in the last movie uh after being beaten and uh, bitten by uh vampires Blade finds out that he is still alive and that the vampires are keeping him alive uh, and he's been following their trail through Eastern Europe, uh, first to Moscow, then Romania, and now they're in the Czech Republic. 
Uh, when Blade discovers that the vampires are keeping Whistler in a stasis in a halfway house, he breaks into the house, rescues him after killing a bunch of vampires with silver stakes and bullets and silver nitrate and garlic axe. You know, the standard stuff. Um, and then uh, he got an accelerated retrovirus detox shot. So this is this is Karen's cure. Come back to save Yay! Whistler. But they don't mention her. <laughs> So that's cool. She's uh, here in spirit. <laughs> yeah. So once again, Whistler's played by Chris Christopherson. Mm. Um, and he's back among the living um, after he comes down from his vampire high. I do love that his leg is still messed up. Yeah. Well, because uh, injuries that happen before you turn into a vampire are, are still there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that guy had a little scar yeah, on like, his face. Yeah. 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 Okay. First off, why the fuck is Whistler still alive? I... <laughs> I I think they were just being mean. But why he we why is he alive? Like cuz okay, he got bitten, he's going to turn. So he shoots himself <laughs> and doesn't die. How do you miss? It's point blank range. Hmm. Unless he doesn't shoot himself and he lets himself turn into a vampire, in which case this is all Whistler's fault. Yeah, I was actually really confused about that because I was like cuz so I guess later on when they were when Blade was trying to find out where he was, and he's doing that thing with the motorcycle guy in the helmet. Yeah. Um, and the guy's like, he shot himself and then we turned him and we've just been keeping him alive. And I'm just like, you can turn people once they're already dead? Once, right? once you shot them? I was like, what's the rules here? I don't know. But I was like thinking to myself, okay, he set this hole up. He told us what happened. This is going to be the movie. And then literally 10 minutes into the movie, we've accomplished this. I was like, okay, this is clearly not the plot of yeah. the movie. What else is happening here? Well, and that's the thing is, like, the I, the reason why he shot himself is because he was already starting to turn. So, like, did they start to turn him, he shot himself, and then they turned him again? Is that what it was? Because I thought he shot himself to, like, because his wounds were, like, too bad, and so he was going to just no, take himself out of his misery. No, he didn't want to turn into, like, what he hated. Mm-hmm. Oh. So then they had to have turned him beforehand. Yeah. Which means that he missed... Or, or he was so oh. he was already too far in the process because but Blade he, kept. Had, but he used Blade's gun, so he had Blade bullets, which turns the vampires into little dusty boys. I have no idea. So oh, that's so true. I got nothing. So then, like maybe he shot himself right as he turned from human into vampire. So the silver bullet went in uh, human, so not turned into dust, and then turned into vampire. Like the the moment after the bullet exited, <laughs> and then he healed. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean that that sound that uh, that would work, but man, that sounds super complicated. <laughs> the timing had to be precise for this ten-minute plot point to come in. Miraculous. <laughs> they just they just needed tension within the team. That's the whole thing. Is they needed tension within the team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they they wanted to do a, a, a what is it a, a red herring uh, about who the traitor was. So. I did. I did love that. All right. So, uh, and in the last two years, uh, Blade has taken on a new assistant named Scud, played by Norman Reedus of Walking Dead fame. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, who doesn't get along with Whistler particularly well? Uh, and he's uh, now that he's returned, the High Council of Vampires has created a group of six warriors referred to as the Blood Pack, or who are being trained to fight against Blade. However, we're kind of just skimming over a bunch of weird, just like interpersonal stuff if, if there's anything you specifically want to call out go for it 
okay. <laughs> but the vampire virus called the Reaper strain has mutated uh, in Jared Nomak, who passes the virus to other people he bites. Since the Reaper virus makes carriers extremely ferocious, Nomak, Nomak and each of his victims need to feed daily. And they feed on both humans and vampires. Um, uh, the numbers, of, the number of Reapers, noticeable because they resemble Nosferatu, uh, <laughs> which I, I was like, that's an interesting call in this, but whatever. But they, they're bald, blue veins, got pointy ears, um, and the the vampires are starting to fear the re- Reapers because uh, they're afraid that they're going to wipe out all the vampires, uh, and then they'll turn on humans and start doing killing all the humans. So, you know, if, if one bites one, one bites one, uh, like, you got the... Uh, population of canada in like a week mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. gross uh so now that the reapers are presenting an even bigger threat to the vampires than blade ever did the vampire overlord eli da- damascos sure. D- damascos played by thomas kretschmann <laughs> um uh, is being sent a uh, sent a message to Blade, uh, requesting a truce, asking him to join the vampires and uh, lead the blood pack against the Reapers, and he sends two assassins to deliver this message. Yeah, a, a great move, ninja assassins. <laughs> Go ahead. When they first come in, they are so quiet and silent, and I'm just like, this is what ninjas are supposed to be like: yeah. super quiet, super sneaky, and everything. But then the fighting starts and the cgi comes in and i was like this looks like a cut from a video game i know it's old this is probably the like highlight high tech of the you know late 90s but still it's it looks so awful yeah it does not look good well and i also (laughs) love that like the security system picked them up and they're just like body tempers 50 degrees like these are definitely suckers or whatever they (laughs) what norman Mm -hmm. says it's like oh okay Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Um, so they they fight for a while, and then the one vampire guy like takes his mask off, and then tells the other vampire lady to take her mask off. Um, and they talk. Uh, and Blade's like, "What? What? What's, what's the deal here?" But uh, they they talk for a while, and Blade agrees to. Uh, well, Blade goes to their compound to talk. And he agrees to uh, lead a team against the the Reapers, uh, and we meet we meet the team. Um, so we got Lighthammer, uh, Verlaine, Priest, Snowman, Chupa, and Reinhardt, uh, which is which is great. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the only Easter egg that I found that was actually like worth mentioning was the person who plays Priest actually goes on to play Craven in the movie Underworld. And I thought that was funny that it was like a vampire in one movie to go and play <laughs> in another vampire movie later on. <laughs> I love that. Well, and um, um, oh gosh, what's his name? R- uh, Ron? Perlman? Perlman, yep. Uh, Ron Perlman is Hellboy, so like, I don't yeah. know if there's aren't there vampires or something in those two? Yeah, uh, in the comic books, I don't know if they're in the movies or not. There's some kind of weird like abomination. Yeah. I feel like they mention it. Yeah, um, well, because there's a lot of demon stuff in the first mm-hmm. two Hellboy movies. It's but... like all demon stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's all demon. So weird. But wait, Hellboy. Guillermo del Toro did that too. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> uh. So okay, hold on, because Reinhardt's 
facial hair to thin strip of hair around his head. Yeah, he has the strip uh, of hair that wraps all the way around the back of his head. And I was why? Like, when I first saw it, I was like, is that just like a weird shadow because of the way his head is shaped? And it's like, no, no, that's just his hairline wraps from his goatee hairline thing all the way around to the back of his head. And I was like, it's a choice. It's, With a, a, it's a choice, scene. yeah. <laughs> it is a bold choice. Uh, you know what? It's memorable. So, Well, and I, I do love that these people are costumes exactly what people thought was cool in the early 2000s. Like, mm-hmm. like yep. this is like height of like Matrix. Like, I, oh, I, I want to mm-hmm. think Matrix came out like the year before this. Yes. Yeah. So, Well, t- uh, the two years before, 1999. Well, oh, yeah. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. I couldn't well, remember. Well, the sunglasses are so prominent in like every movie because once again, like Blade sunglasses gets like thrown to him and he puts them on super cool at one point in the movie. And then uh, the guy that you were talking about, oh my God, I forgot his name. Reinhardt? He plays Reinhardt. Yeah. Oh, Rod his glasses never come off Mm-mm. in the movie ever. Not once. They stay on the whole time. And I'm like, you just trying to be cool, man. This was the thing. This was the thing. Sunglasses meant you were cool back then. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's how you knew who the badasses were. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But they they had been training to kill Blade, um, so Blade puts a little like sticky thing on the back of Reinhardt's head uh, that has silver nitrate in it, and it'll explode his head and kill him or something, which we find out later isn't true. But uh, but yeah, Blade holds on to the detonator, and it's, it's like one of those things where it's like, I mean, if you just kill Blade, he can't push the button. So unless we're thinking like movie logic, where like as you're dying, you will always have time to do like one last thing. But whatever. <laughs> Uh, accompanied by the vampires Assad, played by Danny John Jules, and Nysa Leonor Varela, the daughter of the over of the Overlord vampire we met before, uh, Blade and the Blood Pack begin their search for Nomak uh, by staking out places where vampires congregate, such as blood banks, safe houses. Uh, figuring these places would be attractive to the new vampires since they need to feed on them. Um, the, the first on the list is the House of Pain, uh, an old hotel converted uh, into a safe house, sheltering some two to three hundred suckheads, as they call them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, every time they said suckheads, I was like, that sounds like a slur. It's <laughs> like, it just does. I, like, it I don't know against like who, but I don't like it. I mean, it's definitely a slur against vampires, but I'm like... Uh, it was just funny. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they're they're dancing and having a good time. They they've uh, we do find out that the vampires have evolved a little bit because they were scared of Blade like coming in and like busting up safe houses. So they have like new ways. Like you have to have infrared vision to see like the paintings on walls to see where safe houses are or something. And uh, Audrey's like, great. Now they have to change how they do it after this problem is solved. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I I just like that they're explaining it to him too. Like you don't gotta do that. You just don't gotta be, tell him. Yeah, just be like, just get a, him in. Yeah, just say this is a safe house, and he's like, oh, it doesn't have any of the markings. And they're like, yeah, because we know where it's a safe house. Yeah, fucking vampires. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Bro. We don't need the signal. We yeah, exactly. Into your, your shit, dude. <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. They also tell Blade, like, you're in our world now. You might see things that you are not comfortable with. <laughs> like, or don't, like, it's like, yeah, his whole job is to kill you guys. He's probably not going to be thrilled to be there. But also, he's probably seen all this shit before. Yeah, he's seen all of this. He literally, that's his job. Um, anyways. <laughs> like, it was going to be so terrible. <laughs> like, okay, that lady's whole back being splayed open oh, yeah. was pretty fucked up. Yeah, her getting blood eagled. <laughs> 
but like maybe you know, uncomfortable. It sounds like a normal vampire thing to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe a little too kinky, but well. And I also thought it was interesting as they walked in. There was like all of the vampire guards, like a lot of vampire guards, and then they just had like rows and rows of like metal instruments for some reason. I was like, mm. I don't know what all of these are for. I guess like they're doing body modifications in this place, but I guess. I don't, know. I don't know. You know how some places you could get like piercings or tattoos like at the party? Like I saw it just as being similar to that. Yeah, but they're like saws and stuff. Like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I want to body mod my arm to be off of my body. <laughs> well, when you can heal super well, it might just, I don't know. Maybe it's a game. <laughs> Ooh. Why, why haven't we seen like a vampire with like blade arms? Like, blah, 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 blah. <gasps> wow. Like Chainsaw wow. Man? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Chainsaw Man, or um, or like uh, the one from Thor, the little guy. I forgot his papa. He's the got little, little guy from yeah. He's a little. Bla- he wears like a mech suit that just gives him blade arms. I forgot his name. He's in Lo- Thor: it... Love and Thunder. I don't remember that man. It, it, all well, I remember, also, all also, I remember are the goats. He's also in Ragnarok. He's he's one of the the arena guys. He's he gets the squished. rock guy. No, the rock. He gets squished. He's oh. the rock guy's best friend. He's like just oh. a little worm guy. He, that's he, yes okay 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 anyways that was a hyper specific uh reference that was not helpful sorry I, right. just, I just wanted to know <laughs> okay so the blood pack searches the building so w- we get like just the shot of the vampires doing stuff it's fine mm-hmm. and the reapers start emerging from the the sub basement which is below the basement which is above the sewers so <laughs> sure um about a half hour before dawn, the Reapers decide to attack, f- f- waiting till a half hour before dawn to attack for some reason. Um, I, I got nothing. Yeah, I got, I nothing. got nothing. But they also nope. split up throughout the entire building, like Lighthammer and what is it, uh, Veriline or whatever her name is. I don't know. They're like they're like a kinky pair together. Um, yeah. Oh, the redhead with the yeah. little black tips. Yeah. I was like, she's an yeah. girl before. Yeah. Girls were popular. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but th- like, they're searching like a kitchen or something like that, and then like some of the other ones are like scoping out different areas inside the building, and then the Overlord's daughter and someone else, I forget. Blade. The- what- oh yeah, it was Blade. Yeah, they go upstairs. <laughs> like that's. I was just like, who the hell was it? Like that it was Blade. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, they go. They go upstairs. Uh, to scout stuff out. Yeah. Oh, so actually, um, before they go upstairs, because they're like, it- it's kind of mirroring the scene from the first one where Blade's like entering a vampire nightclub. We do get to see his outfit fully. Uh, and it's not as good. I don't like it. It's it did seem good. it seemed puffier. So I think it's because um, in the first movie he has the two metal belts that go just below his pecs and then one across his abs. Yeah, and it looks like it fit him well. The proportions were good. Um, in this one, there are three buckles, and the third buckle is cutting off the shape of his pecs. Yeah, so it looks like puffier. Yeah, like it looks less. The, the, the it looks like it's po- like. I don't know, like poking out, poking out, or like yeah. Swollen. The buckles looked weird too. They did. I thought they were supposed to be like knives that he was going to use at some point, and then they weren't. And I was like, okay, well, huh? Hmm. Hmm. Sure. Like, why not? I guess. I think the <laughs> coat was, um, yeah, the coat was the same, which was good. Uh, I think they added more little things. Eh, whatever. But eh, yeah, uh, first one's still better. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. The uh the uh the fight breaks out and the blood pack it 
d- doesn't do great. They don't do a good job. They're not a particularly good fighting force, even. They get I, their shit rocked. They get their shit rocked pretty quick. Heavy. Uh, which I was in like, I don't de- know how they were planning on taking out Blade. Uh, in their defense, though, like, none of the silver is working. Their silver bullets aren't working in, like, for anything. So it seemed like, because the only thing that these, that will hurt these vampires is sunlight. and But they don't realize that until later on in the middle of the fight. So all of their tactics are just not working. Well, also, why, why Light Hammer? Why, why is Light Hammer? Mm. Like, he... Do, is a hammer super useful against like hunting people down? I guess like I guess humans against, against humans, sure. Yeah, with if you have like vampire strength and speed, but like against blade, no. like you're exp- you were expecting the hammer to do a lot. Mm-mm. I was just like, okay, I guess that's that's fine. I suppose <laughs> I don't know. He, I that's always been a thing. I was like, why why is he? I don't understand. But it's but, dumb. Yeah, it is. So yeah. Uh, they 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 fight the blood pack, uh, and priest does does get killed. Um, and yeah, so that's fun. Uh, Nomak is able to get away even after being injected with the anticoagulant EDTA, which was given to him by Karen. Um, because Blade fights him in like a church that was connected to this place? Question yeah. mark. I don't. What are they partying in like the soup kitchen of the the church or something? I don't know. But there's like a bunch of scaffolding, so they they do a big old fight there, and like they also find out sunlight was the only thing at works after killing a bunch of other vampires because they're just spray, spraying bullets into this nightclub. Mm-hmm. They don't really seem all that concerned about killing other vampires, no, which is funny. <laughs> but. Just just blasting into crowds, yeah. like okay, wow, maybe let's not, <laughs> but sure, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But yeah, Priest starts to turn and he's not having a good old time. Uh, so then they do cut off the top of Priest's head. Mm. Um, and he does stay alive and still mm. fighting. So then they hit him with the sunlight. That was so cool. The top of his head with the eye. Yeah, and the it's eye's like still looking, looking around. around. Yeah. I thought that mm-hmm. was cool. Yeah, it was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, Light Hammer also got bitten, but doesn't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's classic. Yeah. Infuriating <sighs> zombie thing. Yeah. Incredibly like he actively knows what's gonna happen, like yeah. whatever. Yep. Maybe he thinks uh, he'll yeah. defeat it by sheer willpower, which is dumb. dumb. Um. So at this point, they know bullets don't work. Yeah. They know UV is the only option. Yeah. So they EDTA, have garlic. None of those work. They have assassin suits that fully block UV. Yep. Why didn't they go in with that? Yeah. Why didn't they? Well, gear up so when they when they go this is, I, we're, i'm jumping ahead a little bit here we'll, we'll go back to the other stuff but when they go into the sewers to hunt these things hmm. down they, they like put on their like sunlight like outfits or whatever but huh. all of them have exposed skin every single one of them has exposed skin it's mm. like what are you what are you doing you, mm-hmm. you guys dumb why why are why are you like this um, I have expected the outfits from last movie where they literally had like biker helmets that had like UV shielded face things and like yeah. the head to toe clothes and even let's put on that sunblock that was from the last movie just in case anything like gets through the cracks. No, they don't do any of that. Honestly, Frost was the best vampire. He should have taken over. Do you, right? I think he should have because this is really stupid. Uh, <laughs> no, I think he was stupid too. I don't like either of them. Uh, he's stupid, but he's apparently smarter than the rest of them. Right? Like he wanted to become the blood god or whatever, but yeah. like the magra. But at least he was smarter yeah. than whatever is happening here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, well, uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, so they, they don't know how they can really stop these vampires, uh, the Reapers, uh, efficiently. And sure. Yeah. They have UV lights on the end of every single fucking gun. Yeah. Uh, anyway, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and UV... Oh, they, they had the big old UV, like, lamps in the last movie because they used it to kill um, What's-Her-Face, the big fat lady. That was helping Deacon oh, Frost. Like, so they the, have, like, big, yeah. they have big UV lamps. And then, like, we know that the van has UV stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, during the uh, the fight inside, some of the Reapers come for Scud. And he does all of the stupid things. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and then Whistler apparently leaves his post at one point. Which still is never really, like, truly explained. Because they said that nope. he, like heard a noise and like went to find what the noise was and left his gun on the roof for some reason Hmm. and like the vampire was like stuck inside of the like entrance that apparently opens like a fucking x-men or like that was so funny like i was just like like, what (laughs) he got his like foot stuck in a vampire bear trap yeah like But um, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, if you're trying not to be sus right now, you're doing a really bad job right. of it. You're this is a very sus move to do. Like, at least if you hear a noise, be like on the comms because they can all talk to each other. Hey, yeah. I heard a noise. I'm gonna go investigate. To hear run with you because what if you have to use it? It's yeah, it's yeah. dumb. It's dumb as dumb. Scud does get attacked, and it like he at one point like busts out of the van with guns drawn. And I was like, what is? What was the plan here? Like, and he doesn't check on top of the van or anything or under the van. I was like, this guy's going to die immediately. Why is he like, and then he like shoots out the window and then like crashes his van and stuff like that. I was just like, turn on the lights. You have the lights. Use Mm -hmm. those. Like, so in this scene, it confirms the continuity error, which made this entire like fight. Like, I don't like it. It like took me out of the story because Nazia was going to run after Nomak and then Blade stops her. He's like, the daylight. And yeah. he takes off. So I'm like, oh, okay. Daylight happened. It's, it's, we're in daylight now. But then Scud is in the dark, fights them, does the light thing, and then goes on the intercom. Oh, light's the only thing that can defeat these guys. It's like, well, it's not light out then when you said it. So what is it? Are we in the daytime or are we not? And I just, <laughs> it just bothered the heck out of yeah, me. The, sorry, I had yeah. to say it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you are correct. You are correct. Okay. There's so many things in this movie that are not the vibe (laughs) no no anyway meanwhile back at the high council uh damascino's lawyer uh carell cohen uh which that's i I do like he's like oh are you one of the familiars he's like no i'm a lawyer (laughs) like so i'm not human either or something i was like sure oh i thought that was funny it was pretty funny (laughs) i was like oh there's the fun stuff that the first blade movie had yeah uh, the lawyer informs the overlord of priest's death and warms, warns him of uh, the dangerous game he's playing, uh, one that could result in his daughter's desk, death, and the overlord's like, that's fine. That's okay. Uh, but he has a friend inside the group that is, uh, go- everything's going as planned. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, outside the House of Pain, Scud and Whistler, who have been working surveillance on the roof, have managed to capture the Reaper, uh, who tried to escape down the manhole and got stuck. Um, and for some reason, the Reaper is dying immediately. Like it's already like super weak, and I, I guess it's possible that he was already weak prior to assaulting the House of Pain. But yeah, it's fine, I guess. Uh, 
the blade surmises that the reaper's body having gone several hours without feeding is beginning to feed on itself which sure um and since he's dying anyways it provides uh nisa with the opportunity to perform an autopsy and learn more about the reapers because best scene apparently they just die they just they just just die um so she learns uh that like it is funny that they make scud do it but they do the autopsy and i i think um the normal vampires can just die and be bodies, but because of the way that Blade kills them, usually they disintegrate into dust. I, I guess, but yeah. I, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like there would be just like a lot of Reaper bodies all over the place then. Like, I have no it, idea. Cause it, since they have to feed every few hours. Anyways, uh, so uh, we find out that the barbed tongue contains a nerve toxin that paralyzes the victim while the Reaper feeds, which does explain why Priest just didn't do anything the entire time he was being eaten. So that checks out. Um, and their hearts are uh, encased in bone, making it nearly impossible to shove a stake through them. Uh, you have to hit them at like a specific angle from the side, which comes back later. Um, <laughs> and the only thing that seems to affect, uh, like, affect them is uh, exposure to sunlight slash UV light. And unfortunately, they are also de- uh, deadly to vampires, which is going to make it hard for Blade to destroy the Reapers without harming his vampire allies. Which I don't think Blade gives a shit, other than Nisa. <laughs> Which, he doesn't really care about Nisa either. Like, there was not, like... It felt like they were trying to force romantic vibes, and they just were not there. There Blade was just is... zero chemistry between <laughs> Blade the two Blade is just so irresistible to all women. That's true. It's because he never wears <laughs> sleeves. Right, yeah. Yeah, he just never it's has the... sleeves. Well, so. so the other vampires hunter all... hunters also really avoid sleeves if they can. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What so... <laughs> Yeah, for, at what do we costs. have against sleeves at this time? To their own detriment, the vampires will avoid sleeves. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, so so Scud spends the rest of the night working on building UV grenades out of uh, phosphor rods. Uh, which sure, uh, he works with Whistler for a bunch of it. And the next morning, uh, meaning to use the daytime, the only advantage that they have over the Reapers, Blade, Whistler, Nysa. Assam and the Blood Pack, armed with UV guns, UV grenades, and large-scale UV bombs, go down into the sewers to hunt down the Reapers. Uh, they split up into three units for some reason. And uh, Whistler goes with Chuba and Reinhardt. So again, they send Whistler, the guy with a bum leg, with a bunch of people that we know don't like him. Mm-hmm. So that was a good choice on Reinhardt's art. Mm-hmm. And they go to the East Tunnel, Tunnel uh, Lighthammer, uh, Verilane, and Snowman go to the opposite direction. I forgot there's a man called Snowman in this movie. Oh, he has the swords, right? He does. He does have the swords. I... He, he's the only competent one in like the yeah. entire fighting group. Yeah. 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 He does. He Favorite. does. He does flourish too much. He but does. That's fine. Didn't he like use one of his blades to redirect sunlight? Was that something, or was that something from the first movie? I think that was from the first movie. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought they should have done that more. Yeah, they should have done that more. Um. So yeah. I was waiting for like an Egyptian mirror situation. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like yeah. just mm-hmm. be like, why? If they knew they had to go into these sewers, they, and they had the time to kind of prepare, why didn't they? just bring some like mirrors and like set up light to pass around while whatever it's or like you know i don't or go during the day we know they did they 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 did did. go during the day but they went yeah anyways we'll 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 talk i'm sorry i'm sorry it's fine it's It's stupid (laughs) (laughs) it's frustrating uh so it's a fun movie to watch though yeah yeah. (laughs) just don't think you just can't think (laughs) Yeah, so uh, Blade, Assam, and Nisa go the other way. 
Um, unfortunately, treachery abounds. Uh, <laughs> so Chuba and Reinhardt get Whistler alone, and Chuba beats up uh, Whistler. And Reinhardt just kind of walks off at one point, but Whistler is able to activate like the pheromone hormone serum that they got from the autopsy as well to attract more of the reapers because apparently they're kind of like ants and like scent when there's food or something i don't entirely understand it's fine so the line that is said to whistler is like oh we lose a partner so blade loses a partner and i was like i guess (laughs) sure that's fine and I Blade's fault that Priest yeah. was dumb and got <laughs> it's not Blade's fault. Anyways, yeah. whatever. It's yeah, fine. it's fine. <laughs> so Lighthammer completes his evolution into a Reaper and feasts on Snowman, then goes after Veriline, who has no recourse other than to open the manhole cover, killing herself and Lighthammer in the sunlight. And that sentence is not true. She a hundred percent had recourse because she had the gun pointed at him with a UV lamp on it and then decided decides to not use it and then climb up the manhole lid and kill both of them by opening it up. Feels like a very like Romeo Juliet like I'm going to make us die together cuz I love you kind of feel. Yeah, at least she had uh, a little bit more agency and wasn't 13 year old 13 years old like in Romeo and Juliet. So Oof. Yeah. Ugh. At least she did like get rid of him even at the cost of her own life because i was so afraid i was like girl he's not in there anymore please don't pull the whole like come on you know me and then like they both turn into them i was like please don't please don't do that please don't do that and then she didn't i was like thank yeah she she does at least do the the correct thing at the end and not like just die for the sake of love or whatever it is but what mm-hmm. happened to all of the uv flashlights well that's what we were saying is yeah. she had one yeah. on her gun yeah she just so they they have like the uv filters on the guns because they're vampires and don't want to get hit but here's the thing if they're fully clothed yeah like they said they're supposed to be, it doesn't matter if there's UV filters on them because you're fully fucking clothed. Uh-huh. All right. Um, uh-huh. 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 Anyway. All right. Or if you just point it forward. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Well, whatever. Like, maybe the only thing I can think of to their defense is that they don't use UV as a weapon. They haven't trained with that because Blade can handle UV. So they're like, we've never used UV style weapons. I forget I have it at the end of my gun. Maybe. Maybe. I, eh. I'm not willing to forgive them that fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because the whole fate of their whole society was at risk yeah <laughs> get good um so You're fucking casual no it's fine so the especially trained out specially trained vampire force yeah Can't remember yeah, what their the, equipment the is. elite vampire force <laughs> the, that we have to remember these are the elite vampires the vampires should all die <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, uh, so the Reapers start arriving, crawling on the sewer floor, walls, and ceiling. Uh, Assam is attacked by a half dozen Reapers crawling underwater. Um, Blade Blade sets off a UV grenade, killing all the Reapers in that room, but it was too late for Assam. So, okay, one thing I wanted to... So there's like a water pit, and they just like go into the water pit, even though there's a mound of bones next to it. Um, But they decide to just walk into the water pit, which... Sure, I guess. Hmm. Um, so they get a saw, hmm. and then Blade like sets off a UV grenade and just like stands in the middle, and they all <laughs> jump out of the water like fucking fish just before the UV grenade goes off. So then the UV grenade goes off, and he then the cuts them in half, and they die. And I was like, 
What right. a highly specific uh, plan that worked exactly as intended. <laughs> like, yeah, that one was, uh because he started the timer on the bomb and told Nazia, get out of here, because it was about to go off. And literally, as soon as, right before it goes off, all of the Reapers just unison come out of the water. I was like, what were you going to do if they just stayed under the water until after the mm-hmm. flash and then come and get you? Like, what were you going to do? Well, and that was the thing is I, I I forgot this part of the movie, but I thought he was going to throw the grenade in the water, and I was like, UV does not penetrate water particularly well, which is actually a thing that comes up later, is because uh, Na- Na- Nazia or whatever f- mm-hmm. jumps in the water as the big bomb goes off, and like that saves her because UV mm-hmm. light doesn't penetrate water super well. Maybe it's because it started underwater, so it can travel through. No, that is not how that works at all. Maybe that's what they. Th- how they thought it well, it doesn't, I don't know. <laughs> If it starts in the air and then goes to water, it's harder because yeah. the light refracts. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it seems like when like the, the salmon <sighs> are spawning and you like, slap the water and they all just start jumping out of the water mm-hmm. and like jump into your boat. Like That's mm-hmm. how the Reapers were acting in this scenario. So they were just a bunch mm-hmm. of fish. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 It's a, it's a thing. Uh, so <laughs> Reinhardt is being followed by some Reapers. And so... One that's one thing that's very funny is he comes across a ton of Reapers in like a tunnel, and he is you know he does the right thing and he turns on his UV light and you know he could have just stayed right there. He had a nice choke point. They couldn't get through, and he immediately runs away. Like immediately uh, gives up all advantage that he had uh, and runs away. Uh, so yeah, that's fun. But uh, he is able to set off the UV bomb, but the detonator is sticking. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, Blade radios up orders to everyone to regroup, but the only ones left stand- standing are Nazia, Reinhardt, and Blade. So Blade goes back to get the UV bomb uh, that Reinhardt left behind. Only after uh, Blade has found the bomb and is surrounded by dozens of the Reapers, Reinhardt lets him know that the detonator wasn't working. So holding off the Reapers for with both hands, Blade just kicks the lever and it works. Um, so <laughs> it's like, okay, this wasn't an issue at all, actually. Um, so 10 seconds later, the UV bomb floods the tunnels, which I was like, why didn't we lead with this? Why didn't, why did we go into the tunnels at all? If it so thoroughly wrapped around all the corners, cause it's like UV fire, hmm. I guess. Cause, yeah. Cause it, well, so I guess like, f- like phosphorus can give off light when burned, but sure. I was like, oh, I don't know if this is what we're, hmm. what we're actually doing here, but that's, hmm. that's fine. I guess the magic vampire bomb, <laughs> uh, but Science. it only fries half. Of Reinhardt's face. And half of Nazia. And half of Nazia. Which I was like, you know what? Good for them for at least like kind of deforming her a little bit. Because usually the they don't let the ladies like take on permanent damage. But you, yeah. know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So oh, yeah, or that was they nice. do take on permanent damage and immediately die. Yeah. So so, so Whistler's still just kind of wandering around. We haven't seen Whistler in a while. Uh, but he Just's meets up with out. Nomak. Uh, instead of attacking uh, Whistler... He gives Whistler a ring and tells uh, or tells him to tell Blade the truth, mm. which Nomak whistle, whispers in Whistler's ear, which, sure, why not? Uh, meanwhile, so Blade has, <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, Blade has caught up with uh, Nazia and, to find her severely burned by the UV bomb and badly in need of blood. So he cuts his wrist and she drinks his blood. And I was like, kind of romantic, I guess, if you're into that. No. Uh, oh. I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, but suddenly Blade is shot in the back with stun guns. Uh, Kogan and Reinhardt step in. Uh, vampires from the council 
like round up Whistler, Nazia, and Blade and deliver them to the Overlord uh, because they have a secondary like elite strike force that have stun guns, which honestly they seemed way more efficient than the strike force that was given to Blade. So I don't maybe maybe they sent uh, they kept being told they were the A team, but actually were just like the D team, and they gave them to Blade so Blade would leave this team into battle and Blade would also die. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. That honestly makes yeah. more sense than what we saw. <laughs> like, yeah. That actually makes sense. <laughs> because mm-hmm. I, that, that would explain why Lighthammer's there. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Scud and Reinhardt are the A-team, secretly. Have you guys and... ever seen the second Suicide Squad movie? Yeah. Or the third one? I think it's a, technically the third one. No, oh, it's the with the one. giant starfish? Yeah, the, yeah. the giant starfish. Yeah. So the, 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 the it's just a suicide squad. That's all it is. Is it's the team that's put together and they're told they're all the elite people and they get thrown on the beach to immediately be killed. Yeah. Like that's that's what's happening here. Uh, yeah. Yep. That makes way more sense, actually. I, I, intrigue now. Intrigue. Now. If only they wrote it into the story. Yeah. So when Nazia regains consciousness, consciousness, she's back in her, her father's study. She tells him how Blade saved her life and asks where he is, if he's still alive, because apparently she's in love with him now, question mark. Uh, Blade's alive and all right. Uh, he, Scud, and Whistler are being held in a chamber deep in his sanctuary. Just as Whistler begins to tell Nomak's truth to the to Blade, uh, the Reaper virus, like that the v- Reaper virus didn't evolve. It was genetically designed. Um uh so yeah it, it's fine uh nazia and reinhardt enter the chamber uh, the damascan damascanos uh, explains that he has been in a, searching for a way to rid the vampires of their hereditary weaknesses mm. by recombining dna <laughs> so this feels like very eugenetics-y to me but which isn't great i mean they're fascists i mean yeah they are fascists yeah yeah so that's fun yeah so as he talks, he shows Blade a cylinder filled with hundreds of small fetal fetal vampires. Um, I laughed. <laughs> Did you <laughs> scream? Because I was like, <gasps> just the like, fetus vampire. Wait, what? It's just like a bunch of little. I want one. <laughs> I want to put it on like a souvenir. <laughs> I bet you could buy those online. I bet I could make one. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, apparently Nomak was the first, uh, but he was a failure since he wasn't immune to, to sunlight. Mm. Soon, however, uh, Damascus will, thinks he will have created a new pure race of daywalking vampires immune to silver and sunlight. Uh, all he needs is to figure out why Blade is immune to sunlight and then program that quality into his fetal vampires. So uh, Once again. <laughs> early, early 2000s fear of clones. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a, a big thing in the early two thousands. People were like, "There's going to be clones everywhere. All of our sheep are going to be clones soon. There's only going to be clone <laughs> meat on the market." Uh, so yeah. Anyways, so Whistler tosses Nomax ring at the Overlord's feet. Nasa recognizes it immediately uh, as the family crest, which she hadn't put two and two together to figure out. Like he he already said the plan here. Uh, but it turns out that Nomak is her brother. Uh, she storms out being mad, uh, followed by her father. Reinhardt takes this chance to beat up on Blade, but Blade pulls out the detonator and he pushes it and then it doesn't go off. Uh, Scud laughs. He designed the bomb to be a dud specifically. Uh, Scud explains, uh, as Reinhardt pulls it off the back of his head, that Scud has been the traitor all along. 
Uh, and he's he's the familiar to the Overlord, which sure. Uh, I I like this plot twist. I think they I think it's pretty wellish done. I mean, it's it's a, it's a it's, decent <laughs> enough twist. Blade's response to it's stupid though. I forget what does he say. So because because uh, uh, Scott asked like, oh, what do you what do you think of that? And Blade's like, two things. One, I've known that about you all along, and two, the bomb isn't a dud. Like, oh, okay. But yeah, that, because then it blows uh, up Scud instead of blowing up, which uh, is fine. But like, I don't get if he actually knew all along. Why? Why? Yeah. Why did why, he go along with him for so long? Why didn't he do a better plan? Yeah, but Scud uh, Norman Reedus specifically gets turned Norman into a, a blood mist. Yeah, uh, he does. so that's fun. <laughs> I thought that was fun. Uh, and then Blade is repeated, re- repeatedly stun gunned and batoned and taken to an operating room where Cohen uh, drives spikes through Blade's body in order to secure him down. I think this is his kink. I think so too, especially since he's a fucking lawyer. Like, oh no, 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 no! I'm talking about Blade. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think he does repeatedly get himself into scenarios in which he gets drained of blood. Yeah, I think he likes this actually. Yeah. Though. and if he did know, this is why he allowed it to continue. <laughs> Everybody just wanting Blade's blood, like yeah. it's like liquid gold to the like entire vampire community. Everybody wants it. I mean, he's pretty powerful. I mean, that's true. Pretty fun. Uh, so they uh, they're gonna drain him of his blood, and it's the key to what makes him a daywalker. Apparently, however, Whistler manages to get out of his handcuffs, knock out Reinhardt, and escape through the floor ducts to the operating room. Because apparently, vampires just bump him in the back of the head, and they go unconscious. So that's fun. So he shoots Cohen and releases Blade. Blade is drained of blood and severely weakened, so Whistler carries him to the bloodbath where Blade quickly regenerates, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is funny. I love the bloodbath. Yeah, they're just a giant bloodbath. I love. I want to walk into a bloodbath with my silken black robe yes. flowing up behind me. <laughs> they literally put them in this little pit surrounded by snipers all up top and everything. Be like, this is where we're keeping the prisoner. But also, let's put a bloodbath in there just in case a Blade <laughs> needs to be regenerated. Like, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Make it make sense. (laughs) Make it make sense, please. Ah, Anyways, continue. After leaving the bloodbath, uh, Blade takes out like three dozen guards. Like it just just goes on a slaughtering spree through here, Um, and then he slices Renhart in half from head to toe, and then he's off to find the 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 uh, the Overlord. While Whistler destroys the fetal vampires, which. Vamp- vampire abortion? <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I he missed a lot of them. <laughs> it's just like a... Vampire abortion. Yeah. This, 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 like is, this, shot- is what, this is what they think happens at Planned Parenthood. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> <laughs> so, meanwhile, Lisa so is having it out with her father because she's like, what the fuck? Uh, feeling totally betrayed because uh, her father sent the blood pack out expecting them to die, which I, I guess, I don't know, it wasn't like... I didn't get that vibe that he explicitly expected them to die. He just didn't care if they did die. I don't know. But I guess eh, it's not it's not suicide enough to make it make sense uh, for mm-hmm. his plan. But anyways, mm-hmm. uh, so he used both of his children, her and Nomak, for his own purposes. And he used Blade, too. Blade, her supposed enemy, saved her life while he was willing to sacrifice her. Um, as she debates where her loyalties lie, Nomak has succeeded in invading the inner sanctum where Nisa has sealed herself and her father. Go ahead. I actually laughed 
at this part. Because um, the lawyer is telling Blade, like, oh, he doesn't know where it is. And he's like, he does now. And I was like, did he follow you? Did you give him a track? How does he all of a sudden now know where this Lord's hangout is? And then it's hilarious because um, Nazia and her father are, like, sitting in this, like, safe room and everything. And he's like, he won't get in. Literally not even two seconds later, he's there prying the doors open. I was like, this is this is funny. This is comedy at its highest right now. Right? It's like, this did movie. It- Zero precautions taken here. Like he 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 definitely like went with the lowest bidder on a contractor or something like that. Like yeah, did, did not check the Yelp reviews or anything. So 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 funny. So uh, the the overlord attempts to apologize for his son for all that has befallen him, but Nomax like nah and bites his father's neck anyway. Um, as uh, Damask D- Damaskinos, I've never said his name right the, this entire time. Lay dying on the floor, his bluish green blood spilling out because apparently he has bluish green blood. Uh, maybe because he's just super old. Like I don't know. That confused it, me. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, anyways, uh, Nazia takes off her family ring and tosses it in her father's blood. Uh, then she offers herself to Nomak, who then also bites her neck, uh, which is very funny to me because she's just like, yeah, no, I kind of deserve this, and I was like, why did but okay sure sure i guess and he's like you were always his favorite or something i was like how would you know Mm -hmm. like did you know her your father that much like i guess like i guess enough to get the family crest but and how long has this been going on like how old is nomac like does it take a normal amount of time because vampires age more slowly so for him to be that old he'd have to be like 200 years old Mm -hmm. yeah i got nothing and Nazi didn't know yeah, about nothing. her brother this entire time? Okay. Uh-huh. He didn't go on a <laughs> rampage on humans and other vampires until now? Like, yeah. I yeah. Make it make sense. <sighs> Stupid. Anyway, Blade shows up. Uh, <laughs> a drawn-out fight ensues where Blade and Nomak uh, battle through this facility. Nomak's getting the upper hand on Blade, even though he did have that good old bloodbath. Um, it is a very long fight. This is like almost 10 minutes long. Like, and I was like, you know, they needed to pad that. It's only like, what, 119 minutes or something like that. I was like, if you shave like this fight off, it would lose like a solid portion of the movie. So I don't know. Uh, but Blade eventually, uh, his blade gets broken at one point, but then he is able to grab it and drive it through the side of Nomak's chest into Mm -hmm. his heart. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. The CG was so rough. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, this, so the rough. CGI in this fight was weird. Um, so the, the like the one spot that his heart is unprotected. Moment, Nomak almost seems like happy that, and then thrusts the blade in even further, uh, and then he disintegrates. So they they could do this all along. How strong is their bone? That's my question. How strong is their bone that it is able to stop like bullets and stuff like that? Like why why is encasing the heart and like I understand like a stake. Like, a normal person, like, stabbing someone in a sternum mm-hmm. might not go all the way through. But, like, all these people are vampires. And also, Lighthammer does put a hole directly in one of their chests at one point with his hammer. Mm-hmm. Does that, mm-hmm. did not not go through the bone? Did that not hit the, anyways. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> it's because it wasn't silver. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, Nisa has been bitten and can feel her body starting to change into that of a reaper. And she says, I want to die while I'm still a vampire. <laughs> So, uh, as she's like, I want to see the sun, which is a reoccurring theme <laughs> throughout all of the Blade movies. So Blade carries her outside. Together they watch the sunrise before she goes, boop. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't explode like the rest of them do. 
not not to the same extent. Like some of them just like go off like small bombs. But anyways, it was a very uh, beautiful the, yeah fade away into ashes. <laughs> yeah. So then the end of the movie scene is uh, Blade going to like a uh, like a, a peep show essentially, uh, <laughs> and where Rush, the vampire from the beginning of the movie that told Blade what was happening, is uh, gonna get his kink on, and Blade just. Uh, stabs him through the window. I love. I love that him. he asked. Uh, are you sure the girls are alive? Like, are you dumb? <laughs> like, this is a human establishment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dumb fuck. Yeah. Um, I I thought this was fun though. I wish the the movie was more like this throughout. Yeah, <laughs> the rest. The stuff with Rush was kind of funny at times. At least, yeah, yeah. I, and I like how the the motor- motorcycle helmet like exploded when Blade put his head to the motorcycle tire because it was like yes! vroom, 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 and then just fucking exploded. Like, <laughs> anyways, so that's the movie. That 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 do be the movie. Audrey, what do you got? Any thoughts? Here's the thing. It's like fun to watch it. Visually, it's it's fun. The CGI is old, and they were trying to be ambitious with probably not a lot of time or money. Yeah. Um, all the practical effects really fun. Uh, like the autopsy scene. Yeah, that was great. The vampire fetuses <laughs> were very good. I liked the effects with their mouths like splitting open and everything was really gross. And it's got that like Guillermo del Toro flourish. Yeah. Um, I The writing was not great though. Yeah. Uh, the performances were fine. Like, I thought everybody did a good job in what they were told to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would you rate it? How many fangs? Oh, boy. This is like a three fang movie for me. Yeah. Yeah. Same as the last one. That's what you gave the last one was three fangs. Yeah, because they had different problems. <laughs> but they've landed in the same spot. Okay. Fair enough. Fair I enough. was thinking 3.5 for a little bit, but three. This is okay, three. Right. How about you, Annalicia? Um, as much as we picked at this movie, and there was a lot to pick at, and as much as we griped on it, I actually enjoyed this one just a little bit more than the first one. Just a little bit, though, and I think it might be because I like that the vampires were a much more intense enemy than the first one, I think, because it made the fights much more interesting, whereas the other one, it was like, how are these vampires still alive? Why haven't we killed them? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why aren't they dead already? Because they just seem so dumb. Anyways, so uh, I think I gave the last one a 2.5. I think I'm going to give this one a solid 3, just barely better. (laughs) But yes, the writing was not good. The CGI was not good. Some of the plot holes... You were just not focused so much on the fighting. If you, like, took away five minutes from each fight, the one in House of Pain, take out five minutes, and the one in the sewer, take out five minutes, and the last one, take out five minutes, and just in those 15 minutes, explain a couple things a little bit better, <laughs> would have been just fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways. They, they were just kind of, like, shooting at the, from the hip from a lot of these. Just like, just keep going, just keep going. Don't, don't bother, like, figuring out what's actually happening. They might but, have thought, like, if we just keep going quick enough, the audience won't see what we're trying to hide, cover up here. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll stick with the theme here. I think here. that's pretty accurate. I'll, I'll stick with the theme here. Yeah, I think I'm going to go three. It was, I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. But yeah, there's a lot of plot holes that do frustrate me mm-hmm. uh, in this movie. Um, like, why, like, the biggest one immediately is why is Whistler still alive? Like, <laughs> like, and, and yeah. I do love that it's like, oh, this is a problem. And yeah, immediately gets solved within the first 10 minutes of the movie. Like, and has 
relatively low impact. Like the only reason Whistler got brought back is so Scud could per- like betray Blade, and then Blade mm. would still have a sidekick. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. The, w- the whole reason mm-hmm. of that. So that's fun. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it it the CGI is rough. The story is not great, but it is a fun watch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is a a movie that is perfect for like watching half of it on TV. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Th- th- this is a good one. Uh, it's on TV. You throw it on while you do something else, like you're you're mm-hmm. you're, you're cleaning or something. Or like, like that. you're gonna eat lunch and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch this. I'll watch the <laughs> few minutes. I'll yeah. watch this color and light spectacle <laughs> on the TV yeah. for a bit. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, next week we are going to be doing Blade Trinity. Wow. Um, it's the third one. It, wow. It's not Blade Three. It's Blade Trinity. Mm-hmm. Very different. It's Blade, and then the subtitle is Trinity. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, and- is there a Blade Three and a Blade Trinity, and that's no. why we got it distinguished? No. Oh, okay. No, no, okay, no. There's okay. no Blade Three. It's just Blade Trinity. They, they just Fast and Furious the names. Yeah, they did. for some reason. Ah. Um, and this okay, one- got it. <laughs> Uh, this one has a much bigger cast in it. Um, it has Ryan Reynolds, Jessica Biel, um, <laughs> P- Parker Posey in it, Dominic Perel's in here, um, Paul Michael Levisk. Le- 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 he's Triple H from the rest- World Wrestling. He's currently the- he's in there. Um, yeah, there's, cool. there's uh, Patton Oswalt's in this movie. So we're, we have a lot to look forward to in Blade Trinity. Um, I will have so much tea on Blade Trinity when we start the next one. There's there's so many wild stories about this movie that we are going to have some fun for the first, like, I don't know, 10 minutes of the movie. So. Yeah, it's going to be Oh, yeah, I'm excited. One. Yeah. So um, if you like what we do here, you know, check out the link tree link down below. We are Characterverse Pod just about anywhere you can find us. We do have the Patreon. Um, we are probably going to get Jer- Jeremiah on here as well mm-hmm. pretty soon. I talked to them recently. Mm-hmm. And thank you very much, Jeremiah. Yay. And and uh, so check that out. Um, I'm going to keep the streak alive. I will start posting on the Patreon again. Yay! <laughs> but for this week, I've been Mike. I've, oh man, I've been the aborted vampire fetus. <laughs> I'm Whistler. Come back to life. Yay! <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Talk to you next time. Bye.